Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Lady Lorian Show. We're so excited. We get to talk about the second episode of Boba Fett this week. Um, I don't know if we have anything else on the table, but with us, you know, things come up. So, <laughs> oh, I, I have something on the table. Oh, geez. Let's start with that first. It's my favorite condiment. Balsamic vinegar? <laughs> <laughs> my God. Elmo, Elmo took over the internet this week. I he, oh, yeah. Can't, you know, like, I feel like we're, like, transitioning to more of a general, like, pop culture podcast. I know. So, like, I we can it. talk about that. Like, he's having an epic resurgence. He is having I a know. moment. Did you he's see Do you think? He is the moment. He is oh, the Oh, yeah. Moment. All the Rocco um, drama. Uh, oh, yes. Rocco. I know. So um, trying to say anything, but who you really has Elmo ever, you know, been in the space? Probably. When? Who's Elmo? He's there's on everything. Probably a se- yeah, there's probably been a Sesame Street episode about that. Yeah, we should dive maybe deep into the Elmo history. I I am Googling right now. Don't worry. I got you. Hmm. Here's, here's Elmo standing next to R2-D2. I don't really know what it means, but... It means the wow. show. Wow. Elmo, Elmo knows everyone. See, we're Did on you see topic. Him? I, okay, I remember when um, <laughs> Emma was on uh, the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show. When that, I remember, I was obsessed with Jimmy Fallon for a long time. And when that came out, I was like, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And now it's coming back up again. And I'm just like having flashbacks to like when it first came out. So good. Ugh, Jimmy Fallon Stan. I was closeted Jimmy Fallon stan. Hey, and what about it? He's funny. I personally I, think he's the best I, co-host. I don't really care for any debate. of them. Okay, I get that. I don't really I don't but really like, care. Like I'm not, your favorite? I I'm not like a late night TV show kind of girl Me except either. for like for like SNL, but that's not like a talk show. That's just Yeah. Yeah. Um but I also cannot comment on Jimmy Fallon, because I will get sniped by my employer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has money coming into his pocket from your boss, so... Can't I say- Yeah, I am technically employed by NBC, so... Oh, I can't stand Seth Meyers. Oh. Yeah, because I don't watch... I can, like, he seems really full of himself, and I can tell that he thinks mm-hmm. he's way funnier than he is. And he like laughs at his own jokes and just seems really smug. Uh, yeah, I hate you. I really uh, liked Jimmy him Kimmel. on SNL. You don't like Jimmy Kimmel? What's your beef with Jimmy I don't Kimmel? Like Jim- I think he's rude. Like I think what? like there's some things like Jimmy Fallon. Like he has his like moments. Like I just think Jimmy Fallon's there for a good time, and you can like tell. And like if someone doesn't tell him something, he just like laughs it off and whatever. But Jimmy Kimmel like attacks them. He's like, I like, you know, what I heard. I just think he's, like, full of himself. I don't know. I would, I don't know them in person, so no one come for me. Yeah. Just like my him. my dad is, like, more – I mean, he doesn't watch, like, Jimmy Kimmel or, like, Jimmy Fallon, but he watched – like, he used to, like, watch um, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Um, and, like, I always like watching that when my dad had it on, but he does something else now. I don't really know what he hosts anymore. I think um, Stephen Colbert is a dolf. They all are. So, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, girl, Dodge. have you seen him? Wait, are you also talking? Dodge. About you? Wait, no, you but said I you compared. You said everyone else. You said everyone else. 
Mm-mm. You sound like, like, you look at me like that. So this also includes James Corden. Are you saying yeah. that you find yeah. James Corden attractive? Because I'm genuinely no. concerned. Okay, because you said like all of them, as in all the late night hosts. No, I said compared to everyone else. I think Jimmy. No, Donald but at the, the beginning, best. like I said, I, I said so Steve Colbert is a Star dope. Wars listener. I went like five I, minutes into this argument. Okay. <laughs> Okay, my opinion is that James Corden is at the very bottom, and then Jimmy Fallon is like above him, but only by one. Okay, but who's, <laughs> who's your favorite? Who's your favorite then? Like I'm confused. Who's the most attractive? Yeah, Currently. Jimmy Kimmel. Are He's you- the most attractive. Are Personality you- wise, do I care for him? Not really, but attractiveness wise, Jimmy think- Kimmel's okay. the most. Jimmy Kimmel's the most like. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, laugh Who, at your own response. It sucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're saying that Jimmy Fallon is more attractive than Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. yes. That's Absolutely. not true. That is That's not, not true. true. Absolutely. Okay, where does Conan <laughs> O'Brien stand? Because I feel like he looks uh, like a, the lucky he, no, leprechaun. He, he, yeah, he literally, he's a little, he's, he's, a little he's bottom tier too. He yeah, looks like he, a leprechaun. I don't find him attractive at all. One bit. I think he's funny. I think he's funny. I don't think Jimmy Kimmel's funny at all. And I think that's pro- probably one of the reasons why I don't find him attractive because, like, humor is the way to my heart. So, yeah. I think I think Conan just, like, is funny. Conan's funny. Yeah. But, uh, anyways. <laughs> Want to talk about Star Wars? Um, anyways, let's talk about his Star Wars. Anyways, um, speaking of attractive older men, Boba Fett. All right, look, I'm Listen, sorry. We, I'm yeah, sorry we didn't do that, a formal apology. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> that episode. I was skeptical about the first episode. Oh, um, yes, I would like to apologize. I do think I that the first episode suffered Robert Rodriguez syndrome because that blue lightning did look like it was out of Spy Kids. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, and I stand so by did that. So the, did the monster. However, yeah, yeah okay, no. From the island. Power Rangers esque to me, but I will say that episode two has me on board now. Um, yes. I was actively screaming "yeah" at the top of my lungs. Agreed. Okay. Um, I love the space Lone Ranger vibes, and I love how they're using it as an allegory for building community with indigenous peoples and respecting their land. I'm I'm here for for a lot of things and I'm ready to talk about them all. But I wanted to pose an apology for being a boba bro uh, because yeah, I yeah. was skeptical at first and I was going to share that because it's our job to be honest with y'all. Um, yeah, I mean, and I wasn't a hater, but I was a skeptic. But now I'm like I'm on yes. board. Yeah, how about you, Kenzie? No, I literally texted. Us like our group chat and was like the universe really hurt us saying <laughs> that we were like underwhelmed in the first episode and then gave us the second episode. Um, and like I said, all throughout the first episode, like I don't think any of us were like hate like like Ruthie said, like we weren't haters or like trying to like hate it on. Like we were genuinely excited for the show. I just think a lot of us were a little underwhelmed in that first missing episode. Something. Yeah, yeah, it was just like missing something. But the second episode like gave us everything we were missing. I feel like it, it needed a little spice. Yes. yes i totally agree like i coming into this episode i was you know still sub- 
skeptical but oh my gosh it delivered so much and i was i was like i i woke up early for work and i was and i watched it before work and i was just waiting for someone to mention something into the group chat and then kenzie was like by the way guys um how do we feel about that episode because it delivered and i was like oh my gosh i'm glad i'm not the only one so i just think this episode was so good i really wish that they came out with the first and second episode on the same day like i just wish that because like that way we got like our foundation and started straight into the story like at the same time and it wasn't like we had to wait a week of just like confusion and all that stuff but i'm so excited for this series now it was this episode was so good i love i feel it. like some yeah. elements of episode two really would have been helpful in the pilot and useful in the pilot And I feel like if some of the stuff we got to see in episode two was included in episode one or the directors were switched or something for those two episodes, that a lot more people would be into this series. Because a lot of people, you know, judge a show by the pilot and, you know, Mm -hmm. decide whether or not they're going to watch it based on the pilot. And I just feel like the first like episode didn't make a good impression on me. But this second one, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, where was this energy in, in episode one? But yeah, Yeah. I I loved it so much. What do you all think? I mean, okay. Also, I want to say like our opinions are not everyone's opinions because I did talk to like one of my friends and they were talking about how like they didn't really mind that the first episode was like slower or what we deemed as like underwhelming because they're like kind of looking at the series as being like a a six hour long Boba Fett movie instead of like a TV show because it is like a limited series. Um, so right. It, it's only going to be the six episodes. Yeah. 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 Seven episodes. I think so. I don't know. That. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be a season two, but. Um, so they didn't really mind that first episode being slower. Um, like I said, for me, I could have used just a little bit more. I'm not saying it had to be like completely action packed. Um, but again, I think the second, second episode really delivered. It had, you know, a little like comic book character moment which we could talk about which i'm super excited about that one mm-hmm. uh, and just like callbacks or like references to these like other characters in the star wars universe but not anyone that's like you know it's not like luke showing up it's like these like small yeah. little things for star wars fans but it's not like a hundred i mean again we talked about like we kind of think the whole series is fan servicey in general yeah but it oh, wasn't absolutely. like these super it wasn't these like super fan service heavy moments mm-hmm. of like, oh, this super famous character. It was just like little callbacks. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I know exactly what you're referring to. And I'm really excited to talk <laughs> about that because, you know, like I'm the original trilogy stan and I love, you know, old Star Wars and original Star Wars. Like that's my jam. And so, you know, I always get really excited about these new shows like Mando and Book of Boba Fett and The Bad Batch and how they're going to call back to the original trilogy and, you know, show characters and references from the original trilogy and tie into the larger narrative. And I mean, Bad Batch is really cool because it occurs right before the 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 original trilogy or not right Mm -hmm. before, you know, but, you know, we've gotten to see a new side, you know, of the Empire rising to power, um, which we haven't really seen in the cinematic universe. And then um, with uh, Mando and Book of Boba Fett, you know, these are series that are occurring directly after, you know, the events of the original trilogy. So we're kind of seeing things like from both ends and how they're tying into to each end of the original trilogy. And you guys know I'm here for that. So 
Yeah, I definitely like that it's filling in some of those gaps that we've been having. You know, we got, um, we had the original trilogy and then timeline wise, right? The next trilogy is the sequels and that's a huge gap in time. And a lot of questions are still there about what happened in between those times. So that's why I really like having these shows like Mando and Book of Boba to kind of bridge that time and really see what was happening Mm. after because the fall of the empire was truly like, obviously like a literal galaxy changing event. And we pick back up in the first order started and we just like, don't have a lot of information besides legends about what happens during that time period. Mm. So being able to see that is super interesting to me. And again, I'm also someone who like is a big fan of the original trilogy. For me, it's very nostalgic. That's, you know, my first memories of Star Wars are watching A New Mm -hmm. Hope. And that movie will always give me like the warm and fuzzies no matter how many times I watch it. So super happy to see stuff about it. Yeah, I totally agree. And like, I'm I'm the same way. I just love... Y'all know how much I love Mando, and so I'm so happy to see, like, all... I love the flashbacks so much because I just have so many questions about Boba. Like, yeah, he survived, but, like, how did he get his robes, and how did he get his stick, and why was he on Tatooine this whole time, and all this stuff. And I love how these, like, flashbacks are showing us that, but it's also giving us so much more, like, personification of the Tusken Raiders and seeing about, like, the spice runs on Tatooine. Like, that's just, like, stuff that you don't really think about and you don't know that it exists and the fact that they're adding these little things that we see in clone wars like the the spice wars and all this stuff like is seeing that in live action is just so cool and i love that boba's a part of all of it and we had no idea this whole time i agree dodge and like kenzie and i have said so many times like some of the best star wars like isn't focused on jedi and sith And Star Wars, you know, it's such a large universe with so many integral parts and different people with, you know, different things that make them unique and interesting. And, you know, like, this is a series that isn't centered around Jedi and Sith. And even Mando, like, it low-key is. So Mm -hmm. I feel like this is, like, one of the first series besides the Bad Batch that we've had in a long time that is really exploring people that don't wield lightsabers and don't have magical powers and can't control Mm -hmm. the force and stuff like that. And it's sometimes way more interesting than, you know, lightsaber battles and and magic and wizardry and stuff like that. Like I I agree with you. I find like the, the culture and politics and stuff of star Wars a lot more interesting sometimes than the spectacle. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But there's also plenty of spectacle in this episode yeah exactly (laughs) with with that being said what are some things you want to get into about this episode that we were like okay for me like my "Ah!" moment was getting to see tashi station yeah i saw that and i was like ruthie so cool it didn't click with me at first and i was watching it with my boyfriend and he was like freaking out and then i was like then i saw cammy and fixer and i was like oh my god Tashi Station and you know characters from the original trilogy that mm-hmm. whose scenes were deleted and stuff so like you said it was just a really like niche thing like for Star Wars fans but no I mean like it was so cool to see Cameron Fixer because they're characters that are like in the OT but they're from deleted mm-hmm. scenes so yeah. like it's a really subtle thing 
that, you know, only a certain crowd of Star Wars fans would pick up on, but it was really meaningful for those of us who did. And I thought it was so yeah. cool to see them and see new actors casted as them and, you know, like they looked it was just so like them. Cool. I was gonna. That's what I was, I was gonna say. Like, I was literally like looking at them, and I was like, "They're not that young, are they?" <laughs> like I, they're not CGI. They're, like yeah, like, no, they look just like them. They did a really good job casting that. Um, and like I said, it was if that that this episode particularly felt very nostalgic for the like beginning of Star Wars, and again, what made a lot of us fall in love with this world and. Um, mm. it was just, it was very like wholesome for me to watch. Like I, when I tell you, like I was staring at my TV screen, like the whole episode. When I was watching it with my boyfriend, he said, they're still waiting on Luke to come pick up those power converters. <laughs> he never came. Yeah. But I feel like it's so cool. Cause we're seeing like Luke's like stomping grounds as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel yeah. like it's just cool getting to explore more of Tatooine and, seeing how diverse it is um yeah. new sand monsters and stuff like every episode i'm like how how do y'all live where do y'all get your water like what's going so on questions. uh so many questions about tattooing but yeah it's really diverse and also um can we can we talk about the the twins the twins yes huts? yes oh that yes crazy I i'm sorry i'm still in puppet gang i'm like i cgi yes it's way more of an improvement since like the prequels but like i love puppetry i want them to like return to puppet time okay and and masks and costumes and I love that. I love that, like, kind of, like, vintage look, especially because this is occurring, like, directly after, like, the original trilogy. I yeah. just wish that the aesthetics were carried they over, even if they were, yeah. like, a little bit corny, you know, but there's ways that we can update that now and stuff, like, even, like, in puppetry, there's been so many advancements and things, and so mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they're CGI. I was like, mm. but they looked really good. They did look really mm. good. My question is... Yes. They, these twins, right? They're twin. Where did they come they from? Because, 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 right? If you've watched, if you've watched Clone Wars, you know about Stinky. <laughs> I, I get you. Keep going. Keep going. Like right in in the right very beginning. It's literally is it the Clone Wars movie that it's in where you I'm have pretty the sure a baby Jabba, right? Like it, yeah. So why are there twins? Because where is Stinky? <laughs> where they literally? Where is Stinky? Okay, okay. <laughs> where is he? Because I just think the huts are just multiplying because they're just coming from. Are they everywhere. hatched? Is that how they have? <laughs> I, I, I want to see I, the family tree. I want I to see the family I would, tree. I do want to see the family Explain. tree. Explain. Like, okay, oh, cousin. So I, I'm just so confused about where they're all coming from and where they're hiding. Yeah. Also, their freaking color coordination. I was like, Cosmo and Wanda? Like, I know. I was like, where? Cosmo and Wanda and Slay. I was literally like, oh my gosh, cameo like pop off i guess but i was just it was just and i thought they were like a couple and they're like oh the twins and i was like okay they're like on top of each other and i was like all right like that's i like, love cool this girl's fan can we talk about her like yeah herself i was like okay icon like she's an icon she's a legend and she is the moment and how are they able to carry them 
That's what I was thinking. Like there was That's like six people, and I was like, I was like, how? How? Maybe they're hollow on the, the inside. The math isn't mathy. Like I, 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 I was a little confused about that one, but the math they're on okay. space. Okay. They're they're clearly on space steroids to be able to carry them. Exactly. Well, also, what is the Period. gravitational pull like on Tatooine? That is, you know, true. what's we the gravity like? Into the physics. We we have to yeah, we have to but this. we have to like assume it's similar to Earth's right because those are human. There's a lot of human people there that walk around just like they would on Earth. So mm-hmm. well, maybe those people carrying the litter, the thing or whatever, they're just really strong. Also, the obsession with the, the 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 like litter whatever thing in this yeah like, they're all like it's we like, didn't see it. it's like in every conversation it's like oh i didn't see it and it's yeah like, all right, they're like, like they're roasting boba for not having an entourage basically. Yeah. yeah literally at every single moment like every since moment. the first episode um like, no. there's um if we're done talking about the twins there's like a very important thing we haven't covered yet from this episode um I'm so, there's a lot. So, ah, the Wookiee Bounty Hunter. Frick yeah, boy. Listen, when this man walked into the picture, I was like, oh my god. Like, like What is their name again? Because they okay, have okay. like a specific it's, name. It's, it's like a Chris. Okay, it's, it's, it's Black, Black Crisanti or something. Yeah, black croissant. Tan or something like that. Even the creator doesn't know how to say it, apparently. Like, no one knows how to say his name because he appeared in the Marvel Star Wars universe comic books back in the day as a uh, bounty hunter for... uh, Nicknamed BK (laughs) Santi or Black K. (laughs) Why was he so cool? Like, he literally, like, oh... He's so I'm obsessed. Cool. They obsessed. have a name and I don't remember how to pronounce it. It starts with a K. It's, it's like literally it's it's Latin or something. It's black, but two R's. Chrysanthemum. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm on Wiki. I'm on Wikipedia. No one knows. No one okay. knows how to say it because it's never cool. been like. Said. It's never been I said. Saw somebody, I saw somebody like figure out how to say it and they spelled it out like on Twitter. So somebody well, knows I'm from sure. something, but. Some- Anyways, what a baddie. What a baddie. I want to know everything about this man. Okay? Because yeah. apparently... Can he get his own the- show? I don't even care. We haven't yeah, even seen him. I I want like, it. Apparently when the MCU split and there was multi-universes, he came over to the Star Wars universe because this kid, like, like all the Marvel nerds were like, oh my gosh, it's canon, all this stuff. And so now I want to know. And apparently, apparently, he was an assassin who is going against Boba, but then Boba hired him. And so then he was on Boba's side. So I'm like, I think we're going to see him again on Boba's side. Yeah, eventually. there's going to be some drama here. There's no way they're going to drop that character and he's just going to be gone, you know? Yeah, no so, way. I, I called so him excited. Emo Chewy. I called him Emo Chewy. He does look like Emo Chewy. That's what I thought at first. Like, I was like, who is, like, his whole, and then Fennec just, like, cocks her gun. I was like, okay, girl, he, he's gonna kill you. So, they have some beef, for sure. They have some, yeah, maybe they have a a history. Like, we don't know. 
Maybe we'll see I would that love to see it. Bad Batch. You know? Kinsey, what are you looking up? I'm just on Wikipedia, like, looking at where he's come from. He was in a lot of the Vader comics. He was mm-hmm. in uh, this series called Dr. Afro, which I'm not a comic reader. So I don't know anything about Wait, any of these he comics. Was part, he was part of the, the Marvel comics. The Marvel Star, Star Wars. Wars comics. Yeah, exactly. this is... Mm-hmm. One of them. So there's a lot of in-betweens. Um, so he was... Jazz. Yeah, I don't really understand. I didn't know there was a crossover between the two of them like that. Like, I didn't know Marvel had... Marvel was the back one who made a lot of the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you well, say back in the day? Like, like, these, it was like 2015. Tw- <laughs> yeah. It was 2015 with me, baby. Yeah. It was 2015-2016. But yeah. he was in, like, the Darth Vader ones and Dr. Aphra, which, again... I'm not a comic girly. I wish I had the time mm-hmm. in my life to be one. Um, y'all know the are, only just... the only comics I have read are the is the the four the four series of Rise of Kylo Ren. Oh, <laughs> oh mine is but... like a Sunday newspaper when you go to the, the funny <laughs> papers. That too. Yeah. Garfield. Those, those <laughs> kind of comics I can do. Yeah, I can do those little three squares. Yeah. Peanuts. Yeah, that's Good. my attention span. <laughs> Peanuts. Um, yeah. But anyways, I'm so excited to see He's so cool. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm excited uh, to see where the twins are now in the series. Like, yeah. are, they, are we going to see more huts? Or are we just going to be dealing with them? Like, where I'm Hashtag where is Stinky 2022? Exactly. Because, like, now I want to know, like, how... How how do they grow? Like, how old are they? You know, are they like Yoda, where they're like five hundred and something years old, and they're finally yeah. How do they age? Mature age. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So he could still be a baby, but you don't know. How old was How old was Jabba when he? I'm sure there's an answer somewhere. Hold on. Yeah, find on Wikipedia. There's always answers on Wikipedia. There's always, <laughs> Wikipedia. I, I owe my think- I owe my life to Wikipedia. That's yeah, what I have really to say. Star Wars nerd, like I y'all out there that are like um oh. on StarWars.com, it doesn't have his age, but it does in fact have his dimensions. <laughs> I don't even know if he I want to know that. The puppet he, he is three point nine meters. That's all it says. It meters? says dimensions. Yes, like, three point nine meters. It just says dimensions. It doesn't give anymore. Um, he, okay, yeah, it says okay. He's height. He's three point nine meters tall, and he weighs a hundred one thousand three hundred fifty eight kilograms. Anyways, uh, he was, um, he was born in six hundred BBY, and he was he he died in four ABY. So is he four hundred in four years old? And then he oh, was no. 400. Wait, wait, and then he died in 400. No, no he ABY. died in 4 ABY, right? Because Return to yeah, was ABY. Yeah. yeah, so he died in 4 ABY. So, so how does math math? Like, how does it, what? does it go down? Does it, does it go yeah. down? <laughs> As you get closer. <laughs> where's the birth of Jesus in this one? Like, I don't know how to. Does it get so as we get closer to ABY, is the years going down or is it going up? Is it before baby? So is he like what is BBY? Yeah, then. Yeah. So okay. So he was 
he was 604 years old when he died then if he was if he was born in Dang. 600 bby okay healthcare so he he was 604 years old so then yeah maybe maybe stinky is still a baby just like baby yoda dang it oh my gosh stinky comes back and they're like this is our son Let's and then see. ahsoka's like oh my gosh stinky uh, <laughs> stinky i Aww. hope he's well baby stink can you imagine he like almost died honestly they should be thanking so the jedi for all justice that, for that stinky period period and i've always said that always and forever he has a real name but it's fine we're gonna keep calling him why would we call him by his real name do they know us (laughs) when do we ever call someone (laughs) i i strongly called grogu go 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 for the entirety of last podcast gogurt i also have an apology from last week's episode. You know that part in the trailer where I was like, oh my god, that was Din Djarin, like all this stuff. It wasn't. So I lied. Um, <laughs> you you were the big was... one pushing that agenda. I Okay, listen. I mean, I know Pedro Pesco's voice anywhere, so I'm still, I'm still like a little bit like, okay, maybe that could be him, but I'm pretty sure he says those exact same lines in the trailer, but it is... Um, Robert, it's the it's the director of the first one. He's voicing it. I didn't oh, know really? That. But he sounds just like Pedro Pascal, apparently. So I would like to apologize that because once he started talking, I was like, oh no, I still think Din Djarin's in it. I hundred percent believe the stunt doubles were stunt doubling, and Manda wasn't even filming yet, so they are in it. Um, just, just, just not right now. So I apologize for that. But do you guys think, like, what's the tea on the mayor? Because I'm, like, I don't know what to believe about him anymore now. He's kind of sus. I find him incredibly yeah, annoying. Yeah. He's, like, he's very annoying. He sounds like a suburban, like, white dad. And mm. he gives me weird vibes. But his character yeah. also just is super obnoxious. I agree. I agree. I do. Do we think that he's working with the huts? Do you think that he wants the huts to keep control, or do you think that he has nothing to do with it? I literally don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. It could just be that he's a goody two shoes mayor and doesn't want anything to do with the, you know, crime yeah. syndicates or anything. And so he doesn't want to associate with them. Like, it could be as simple as that, but I doubt it. Um, I'm not sure. I agree. I'm going to be honest. Sorry not to have a deep conversation, but I haven't put a lot of thought into his his motivations and stuff. And I it's really, okay. like, I don't know. No, I, I know literally... He bothers me. Yeah. I know that while I was watching the episode, I was like, I don't trust him. I feel like something's going to happen. I feel like he's spying on Boba for the huts or something like that. or Because he obviously doesn't like Boba. And it seems like it doesn't. I mean, it feels like he doesn't like the huts either. So I'm just kind of like. But the, he has. I, I He has to be working with huts. Like, that's what I believe. I believe something's fishing going on. The mayor's just a big weenie anyway. So I just hope that he uh, passes away soon. Yeah, he needs to go to Weenie Hut Seniors. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My That's God, a mayor of. Yeah. yeah, 
Get out of my show. You bother me. Yeah. Mm, but well, anyway, but... I mean, if they're trying to put a character in there to annoy us, they might as well untangle us. But then again, as I was saying this sentence, I just remembered um, Jar Jar Binks and that he is a protagonist. And I'm going to. Um. Uh, <laughs> um. No. Don't don't open. Do up not <laughs> do not slander my <laughs> king, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, Misa, don't care. <laughs> I literally am gonna leave. I'm just gonna hang up right now. No, I no, know we did not. Just no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just, yeah. I'm gonna, okay. He's not annoying at all. He's so cute and fun. He's my girly. I love him. <laughs> Thank you. He is my bestie. Yeah, I can tell him. He is my bestie. I almost who's bought it, his who's black it gonna be? Series. Me or Jar Jar? You're not gonna like the answer. <laughs> if me and Jar Jar were dangling off of a cliff, who would you save? Um, you, but only because you're. Are a we human. both there? Or <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jar Jar can fly with his ears, so he could just. Fly I feel like off into the I feel like he would survive. Like I feel like I I feel like Jar Jar would like not die. He, if like, he fell off a building, you know. Let's talk about the whole trans spice Tuscan Raider thing that happened in this episode. <laughs> the Pikes have made their appearance in live action. And okay. I was kind of excited about that. Um, the whole train battle, like, and him teaching them how to ride the speed bikes. Like, like a bantha. Like, I was cackling. It was so good. I just loved that moment. And I loved that whole, like, getting ready to for battle moment. I just, oh, I just loved it so much. Me too. What was your favorite was so part awesome. of that, like, scene? I mean, I just, like, I really feel like this is cool because, like, in The Mandalorian, I really feel like the samurai, like, inspirations of Star Wars were explored more in depth. Um, mm -hmm. But then in this episode, and please excuse my politically incorrect term, but it's, you know, the genre I'm describing, it really got in touch like with the like cowboys and Indians, like kind of mm -hmm. like trope and style movies and stuff like old westerns, mm -hmm. but also inspired Star Wars. And I mean, I was seriously like getting like some like Lone Ranger like vibes. Um, mm -hmm. And it it was just like, really cool to see you know, very clear Western inspirations when we yeah. see a lot of the very clear Eastern, you know, inspirations mm -hmm. in Star Wars and other recent media. So I thought that that was really cool that, you know, some of George Lucas's like original inspirations and visions were explored more and applied to the Star Wars universe in a very explicit mm -hmm. way, um, like a very obvious way. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, so cool and so high energy i was also like really surprised by how long the like whole violence like lasted like the, the yeah like choreography the fight and stuff. like i really mm -hmm. thought it was gonna like wrap up but then it just kept going and kept getting more interesting and better and the stakes kept getting higher um mm -hmm. uh, i loved the droid that was driving the train freaking um, creepy as hell yeah that was that was weird and seeing boba try to stop the train like i was literally like biting my nails like um <laughs> you know what it reminded I mean, me of it what? reminded me of polar express when they're like yes, <laughs> like, I was like 
I I just I was like in the last movie that I watched with like a train was the Polar Express, and he's like left right, and I was like seeing the, when he pulled the lever, I was like left right. So pulled the lever, that's what I thought of too. <laughs> Um, okay. But no, I agree. I, I thought of Polar Express too, and like when they're on the ice and stuff and trying to stop the train, <laughs> and that's so yes. mine went as well. Like how much media and westerns have and, we seen? Like, it, like, like I said, the Lone Ranger. How many things have yeah. that same trope of stopping a train and anything? Yeah. And like again, that's that's also what I thought of was Polar Express of all things. Mm. So funny. Yeah. Also, the freaking like um, Tuscan Raider, like warrior woman. What a baddie. She's a badass. I, I want to know Can I say that on everything here? about She's her. A badass. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. She's a baddie. She freaking, they were freaking doing that train and she's like, no, I got this. Freaking runs the speeder bike into the train, jumps off and starts taking them one by one inside the train. I was just like, okay, where were we you? Call that girl, girl boss. Girl bossing. She did girl boss gatekeep gaslight them. Boss moment of the week. Certified. Yeah. That should be that should be a segment. A girl boss moment of the week. Okay, yes, okay, I agree. So that was our girl boss moment of the week. We don't have our thing right now because we just thought about it. But guys, this is how our minds work. Have- what? <laughs> I said this shows everyone how like the creative process works for us. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's very spontaneous. But something tells me that we're going to have a lot of Finnick girl boss moments of the week coming up. I know. I'm I think oh, she's yeah. going to be our like resident I'm... girl boss for a while. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of sad. We are doing a lot of flashbacks right now, which I'm loving it, enjoying it. But I miss Finnick. I want to see more of her. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah, I this week's episode. I hope this week's episode we see more of, like, the current stuff, too. Because um, we did see – we saw literally – probably like 40 minutes of the episode was all just flashbacks loved every minute of it not complaining i'm i'm ready to see some fennec stuff in this next part um maybe we see fennec flashbacks of like how he met fennec we don't know like obviously we know how we met them i would like that we literally know next yeah about fennec and we just saw his footprints like you know i have a lot of questions so i'm excited about that um, I loved that they gave him his robes in the whole like staffing, the whole freaking when they pulled out the lizard, I was like, all right, Disney princess. Like, I really thought we were about to have a lizard, a pet lizard. And then, then I was like, wait, why was, why is the lizard not? I know. I, I thought it was a pet at first as well. I thought it was yeah. like a Disney princess sidekick. And then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he went up his nose, which like. Y'all don't understand this reference, but there's like in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like there's like a there's like a slug that goes inside. Don't laugh. No, I knew you were gonna talk about this because I kept seeing your tweets. I kept on tweeting about freaking Leonardo, my king. But there's a part in the series where the there's like a slug that goes inside their brain and makes them like lose their mind and stuff like that. And so when the lizard went up their nose, I was like, oh my gosh, cameo. Seeing him make the gaffy stick was really cool. And like it added like a lot of depth to that prop. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, my boyfriend and I, like, we even said that it, like, even now has more depth than a lot of lightsabers have that we see on screen. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it was just really cool to see like a very clear like story and culture like attached to a specific object and it just made it a lot more deep i don't know a lot deeper it was really cool that's a i didn't even think about like how we don't see like the building of lightsabers in live action we only saw it in clone wars and stuff so that does make it like so much more emotional like connected to the if only if only they had given us if only they had given us Ray building her lightsaber, but it's fine, I guess. It's fine. We'll take it. We'll take it. I have a lot but- of feelings about that one, but it's <laughs> really? Could have never guessed, right? Yeah. Could have never guessed. I agree with everything that's already been said. I am enjoying getting to see them more and just like like we've kind of been talking about throughout Mando and Boba is just getting to see them more and see like more um like personification or like Mm -hmm. showing more of their personality because uh before in star wars they weren't really like you know they didn't spend a lot of time on them or like building Mm -hmm. out their personalities outside of the very little amount Mm -hmm. that we saw so i've been enjoying just getting to see like boba like building a relationship with them i guess Mm -hmm. um it's been very cool to see that. Yeah. One thing I, I forgot to mention this, but one thing I did um, recognize was remember in Mandalorian when they were like, oh, you need to pay a fee to cross their dune sea or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that was like a direct reference to when Boba told him that they need to start paying to cross on their train and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool to see boba's influence and how like even din knew that and that became like a common thing that everyone knew on tat on tatooine because of boba and so i really liked i had no idea that's a really cool connection i just thought that's a really connection i had no idea and i'm really glad that you pointed that out because i don't know if i would have made that on my own yeah well I had a friend point it out to me because I didn't even know it either. So it's fine. But <laughs> I just think I I liked that because I obviously Boba was on Tatooine for like five years before the Mandalorian or something like that. And so I'm just I'm interested to see what other things Boba has influence on on Tatooine that we have seen in the Mandalorian so far. You know- obviously we haven't seen too much, you know. You know, sorry, until you just said that out loud right this second, that that Boba is only... <laughs> <The> scissors! <laughs> <laughs> that, that Boba is only, like, five, six years after the originals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I looked, Why is he so old? I mean, obviously he's old because he's of Tamara Morrison, but... You know what I mean? Got, like he got crusted and roasted. Obviously, there's only so much we can do because Tamara Morrison is obviously just getting older. But when you like think about it, like how old was Boba supposed to be in the originals? We didn't know, I did know. we? I mean, I would think that being digested and tortured would speed up your aging process a few years. Yeah, yeah. Also I have agree. to talk about how he's like in this desert sun and he has no SPF protection. Especially oh, when I know. he's kidnapped. I'm guessing they where, where is him he- in sunscreen. Exactly. So that also and can accelerate your. Do you aging. think? Do you think they like have sun sunblock in space? 
That's a good I freaking question. hope so. Like, there has to be, they have to be, like, the number one producers on Tatooine. With two sons, double whammies, like, they have- Yeah, they oh ha- god. Maybe that, their UV maybe index has to be so high. Trade. You know, like, maybe, maybe that's, like, maybe maybe. Yeah. Somebody has to have a sunblock store or something, because- well, Boba be looking good after he does this little meditation in the pool of dreams. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's just not the pool his of dreams. Out. Yeah, you know? new name for the, the fountain of everybody. The fountain of the fountain of you. Literally, it's obviously um, because tomorrow tomorrow Morrison is old, so there's mm-hmm. not really much they can do about that one. But just in my my silly little brain, I like to think about. These things. Think about things. Yeah. All right. Anything before we sign off? Any last things about this episode? Anything that you want to see in the next episode? Any theories? Final. I've said what comments? I needed to say. I I want to know more about Finnick because right now the extent <laughs> of what we know about her is that she's a master assassin, and I want yeah, to know. I agree. How that came to be. Um. So yeah, I hope that some of the upcoming flashbacks, you know, show us how Boba and Finnick met. And more about mm-hmm. Finnick's background, um, because right now she's kind of the enigma that Boba Fett was in the original trilogy. So yeah, um, ironically, she's kind of taken his place as as the mysterious one. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. I want to know I want to know more about her and her place, and that's that's my final thought of the day. I, I agree. agree. I, I I think that's like my thing too is what I'm looking forward the most. We've gotten like. A more, the more action that we were looking for. We've gotten that, like, comic book character appearance, whatever. Now, like ba- like I said, back when we discussed what we were excited for for Book of Boba, I was like, to see Fennec, I want to see this queen, this, like, new character, someone uh-huh. new and fresh and interesting. So mm-hmm. I'm also excited for that. I hope that they start to explore her a little bit more. Um, and then I hope that we see the bounty hunter again. I hope we see... <laughs> The Wookiee again because bring they me the Wookiee. Bring me the Wookiee. <laughs> bring bring us the, the furball. We <laughs> want him. Yep, I totally agree. I loved this episode. I'm so excited for, I guess, when this comes out. Like, I'm so excited for tomorrow, Wednesday, for um, more Boba tea. Um, I don't really have any theories. I'm going into it open-minded. I'm excited. Open heart, open yeah. mind. Open heart, open Only way mind. To Girl boss. I will All say right. the one thing that's been super impressive since this started, and I don't know if it's just because I've actually been watching the episodes on time this time around, but I feel like spoilers have not been as bad. Really? <laughs> Because it's like people think it's the complete opposite on Twitter, but I agree with you. I think there's maybe it's some just people that may well. Also, there hasn't been any like big spoilers. Yet. Yeah, I feel like there was I a guess lot we'll... of spoilers in Mando, and so we saw a lot. Yeah, but I mean, like before, right? Like I would not be able to watch an episode till like night, till like the end of the mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. and like I would literally have to avoid Twitter like the plague because I would immediately see a spoiler as soon as it dropped at like three o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. whereas like with this, like I still don't watch till the end of the night because of work or whatever, but like I don't end up seeing anything throughout the day that's like major mm. spoilers. Like I knew for this episode there was gonna be a comic book character because my friend has a big mouth. Um, <laughs> but, 
but I didn't know who it was. Like, I didn't know mm-hmm. it was going to be the Wookiee. Um, so, and I didn't hear about the characters, the um, original trilogy little moment. So mm-hmm. I will say, but again, I'm not as active as I used to be on social media either. But when I do scroll through Twitter, I haven't seen as much. I agree. I, I'm interested to see when something big happens, if something big happens, um, how spoilers react on that. And if you guys do get spoil, if you do work or whatever, you can't watch it, just avoid Twitter. Just no matter yeah. what we say, just avoid That's Twitter. Don't do it. It's always it. So always the just safest avoid best, it. So just avoid it. Appreciate it. Except for except for when you're logging on to Twitter to go follow the Lady Lorian's account because we yeah, never post do spoilers. That first. Do that first. And then Log we never on. post spoilers on the Lady Lorian's account, so that's always safe to follow. Um, our personal accounts is subject to the individual person, so I will say my account yeah. is never my my account is never safe from spoilers. <laughs> but I try to wait. But, I try to wait till the weekend. I mean, Maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't post unless that much Mando anymore, shows but... up. Then I promise. Oh, that. if Mando shows up, I'm literally all of a sudden I'm gonna be the most active person on Twitter ever again. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's fair, or but that's the same if Luke shows up. Not that he will, but if Luke would ever show up, Ruthie would feel the same thing. Or pirate, yeah. Ruthie, Ruthie would <laughs> a pirate, very a pirate, uh-huh. just a space pirate. Ben, yeah. Ben Solo, Ben Solo comes back. I'm ascending. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you for watching. Follow us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, at the Lady Lorians. You'll find us there. We do updates. We'll post when we're recording. Sometimes we do polls, all this fun jazz. If we get a thousand followers on Instagram, we'll eat some socks. So <laughs> I who said that? Dodge. I said it and I stand by it. And I'll eat you know. Well, we are all eating. This is not. This is not enough to discussion. I put it out there, and apparently, people don't want to see socks because we're still under a thousand. So go follow us on um, uh, Instagram. Follow our individual Twitters, Instagrams, all that jazz on our YouTube. It will have our links to all of our socials if you want to follow us there. We will see in the description you box. In the description, um, leave us a review. On Apple Podcasts, because we haven't had a review in a while, and it makes us very sad. And we always look forward to reviews, and we talk about you all the time, and then you're our new favorite person ever, so you should go do that right now. It's true. So you should go do that right now. And is that it? Right? I think that's That's it. All right. Thank you guys for watching, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.